Oh, hi, Shannon. What's up, Vane? I'm tired. I'm tired, too. <sighs> um. <sighs> tired. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been sleeping okay? <laughs> um... Uh, last night I had a nightmare. Oh, I guess it wasn't, it was, I feel like it was just stress, a stressful dream because I dreamt that I was at my house, but that there was a flood that was coming Mm -hmm. and we were trying to pack up as much as we could to take with us. Oh my God. (laughs) And it was, but it was like, I feel like it was weird to me because I feel like my parents in my dream were just acting like they were packing and getting stuff together, but they weren't really like rushing as if there was an emergency and like I could clearly see like water starting to flood everywhere so it was very stressful that sounds stressful oh that sounds like a lot maybe it's because you've been packing so much (laughs) that's what I'm thinking honestly when I woke up that's funny oh man (laughs) well I mean, have you been sleeping well? Uh, yeah, I've, I always sleep okay. I think that I just went to bed too late last night and woke up early today, so that's why I'm tired. Ah, got it. Gia. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're already recording. Hey, <laughs> you didn't tell me. <laughs> I thought you saw it because it's already been almost or basically recording for two minutes now. Wow. I didn't even know. That's oh, funny. Well, hello, everyone. <laughs> hello. I hope you guys enjoyed my dream. Unless you're going to edit that out. Then, yeah, oh, it. well. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that interesting, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I didn't think you were recording. I like to catch you off guard to keep you on your toes. I could sue you for that, you know. Oh well, you found out now. But those few minutes can be sued for. Ah. But you're gonna be the one editing and posting, so. Ah. Fine. <laughs> You're like, fine, I guess I won't sue you this time. This time. <laughs> Ouch. I got a bruise on my leg and I have no idea. <gasps> Twins. How I got... What leg, right? No, it's my left uh, leg. Uh, is it where is it? Mine's over like my knee area. It's on my it's on my knee area also. <laughs> That's funny. Well That means we complete each other. I was about to say <laughs> I was going to say, well, we complete each other. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure. I just realized, sorry, real quick. I just Mm -hmm. realized that this is going to be probably the last time that I'm recording here. (gasps) That's right. That's weird. So, I mean, it's been two weeks since our last episode. Do you kind of want to explain that again, just in case? Oh, I mean, I guess if you guys don't remember or if you guys are just like, <laughs> let me just listen to this episode to see what they these people are about. Um, I am moving and I got an apartment with my sister and it's 
very weird and we're excited, but we're officially leaving this weekend. Oh, well, actually, by the time you post this, a week already passed, but so I guess it would be last weekend. Yeah. So, so this is going to be my last time recording here. Yeah. It's, is it sad? Like, is it kind of, does it feel weird? Like, it I don't know. Feels- what are you feeling? <laughs> I feel like I'm being interviewed right now. <laughs> um, I feel like it hasn't hit me yet. And I feel like yeah. it probably won't really hit me until they actually give us the keys. Uh. But it's going <laughs> to, I feel like it's going to be a weird adjustment at first. It is going to be kind of nice because I'm going to have my own space and I'll be able to do these recordings in my own space and there'll be less noise or less interruptions, less sounds to edit or less sounds to try and edit out so yeah like when you record next to your birds oh god yeah <laughs> uh, man it's gonna be weird <laughs> but I can't wait I'm helping her move in Sunday so it'll be fun yep cool. yep um but meanwhile let's get going on the story all right let's uh, jump in <laughs> It's my turn today, and I chose a story from Colombia. Oh, I like how you said it. South America, if you didn't know. (laughs) And specifically, it takes place in Bogota, Colombia. So I think that's the capital, if I'm not mistaken. I don't Um, know, but I'll trust your word. Yeah, we'll go with that. (laughs) Uh, So this is a story about basically... Well, this is a story about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. You know that Britney Spears song, Lucky? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. So it starts off this is a story about a girl named Lucky. <laughs> is that the first sentence of your story, like legitimately? No, it's not. Okay. But it would be that's... amazing if it was. <laughs> that's the thing I kept repeating in my head and why I kept stopping. <laughs> Okay, so it's a story about a guy named Andres Achipis. Close. (laughs) (laughs) Very close. Um, So I picked this story because specifically the first reason, well, there's two reasons. The second one I'll, I'll tell you later. But the first reason is because this person's age is basically your age. And there's a 30. You're not 30. I know, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> they know. Our listeners know. Do they? Have I mentioned it? I guess when yeah. we talk about birthdays. Yeah, I think so. Because we've mentioned, you know how we've done some stories and we're like, oh, I was born that year. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So how old are they then? So they were born, or Andres Achipis was born July 4th of 1994. So just a couple days oh. older than you. Or younger. I was about to Sorry. say, I'm older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not bad. I put older. I guess I didn't think that through in my head when I wrote it. <laughs> so they're going to be turning, if they're still alive, because I don't know the story yet, they're going to be turning 27. Ew. Yeah. No offense to those 27-year-olds out there, but just... <laughs> Well, you're joining them pretty soon, so. Uh, I know. Oh, I'm turning 26. 
been there. I feel like after, like, I'm kind of dreading it because I don't want to leave, like, 25 and under. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what you mean because it's already been a year for me of that. Honestly, Vanna, it, it feels the same. It feels the same. Yeah, I, probably. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've been getting a lot of gray hairs, so... <laughs> We'll see. But anyway, um, so I saw that this guy's age was your age, basically. So I was like, damn, this person's a murderer and he's Shannon's age. Imagine what Shannon could be doing. <laughs> with her life. I haven't reached my full potential yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons why I chose it. I also like chose it because... He's young, and as we're going to find out, he's also a murderer, and I just feel like I have this stigma where murderers are, I don't know, are older. Do you have that? Like, whenever you hear somebody's a murderer, do you automatically think they're, like, 40 or, like, 50 years old? Um, I see what you mean, but at the same time, I'm not as surprised yeah because I feel like I feel like also because we've covered so much and so many different things that I'm kind of like all right I mean I guess they're killing people now (laughs) I mean yeah yeah I get it I just feel like I have this weird stigma because so many of the popular like well they're uh, older or the known, yeah, the known ones are, like, two or three generations before us, so they're older. Yeah. But that's, like, the time period where there were, like, big-name serial killers in the U.S., so maybe that's why. I was just wondering. <laughs> um, okay, so Andres was born in a small town uh, that wasn't... That was a little far from Bogota, but basically his parents decided to move their family to Bogota, which is a large city in Colombia, mm-hmm. in search of a better life, in search of like more options for jobs and, um, you know, possibly just better experiences for their kids, mm-hmm. which they had six kids, including uh, Andres. So... Overall, they lived in a really hardworking household. His dad was a street vendor and sold fruits and fish locally. Um, but because of the needs that their family had, it ended up happening where Andres had to be taken out of high school uh-huh. and placed alongside his dad so that he could help him um, sell the fish and the fruit. That sucks. My stepdad was like that, too. He didn't. Like, he was made to work and well he says he was made to <laughs> work I think I've heard that he just kind of chose to do it but who knows obviously but yeah he didn't finish school and I think he was very young too and he just ended up uh, working with his father who distributed milk yeah yeah I feel like it's almost psychological in Spanish households, from what I've seen, where, like, people choose to leave school, but it's because of what they're told. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's this big heavy weight on men, especially on Hispanic men, to provide or, I guess, to yeah help out their parents. 
So maybe that's also got something to do with it. That's kind of what's happening here, though. Mm-hmm. So he he left high school, but in Colombia, I think what they do, you know how it's kind of like separated differently in Hispanic countries? I think over there, like middle school and high school are grouped together because oh yeah technically in sixth grade yeah whenever my mom talks about it I don't understand it I'm like what how old are they and then she'll be like well they'd be like this old I'm like okay thank you because I don't understand how the school system is structured over there that well yeah exactly so it's it he's younger than what you probably pictured because around this time he He's like 10 to 11. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, so he leaves school and he's working for his father now. However, he's starting to be given like a really hard time by his dad. Uh-huh. Because his dad is actually starting to require him to meet a certain quota yeah. every day of a certain amount he has to sell. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is a kid, so... This causes Andres to really feel stressed. And, I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine working at that age. Especially, like, with the type of job it is, you know? Like, it's... A, I feel like it's a hard labor job for an 11-year-old. Yeah, honestly. Because I feel like also, like, if you're going... I mean, obviously, I don't know if he... Like, is he... Was he those types of vendors that was just, like... Like the literal street vendor that was just trying to get people to come over and buy. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like with a kid, sometimes you might not even take them that seriously. It's just easier oh, to kind yeah, of brush him off. So I can imagine how hard it must have been for him. Yeah. Especially to make a certain amount of money each day. So yeah. Um, unfortunately, like his dad was really hard on him when he didn't make those quotas. And this led him to not only be, you know, verbally abused, but also physically abused oh, because, no. he hit because he wasn't, you know, providing in a, a way. Yeah. Um, so because of all that stress, he actually ended up getting in contact with some kids around the neighborhood and they would go to some homes and actually steal money, steal watches, steal like goods or jewelry and then he'd sell that and bring the money to his dad that he needed but also keep some on the side you know what I mean yeah so he started getting into the wrong crowd and already being there was soon sought after by a well-known drug trafficker named Camilo Um, this man was part of a gang and he worked with well the members of that gang most of them mm-hmm. were paid killers oh shit this is a few years later and he's now 16 when he officially takes the offer and actually becomes part of the gang with Camilo and he gets paid to start murdering other people oh no what they call it in Spanish is a sicario, mm-hmm. which is basically a hitman in English. 
Um, and he was paid to kill specific people for a certain amount of money. He would charge people from six hundred thousand. Uh, sorry, not dollars. Six hundred thousand pesos. Say, damn. To four million pesos. What? You said six hundred. Did you convert it? I did not. I should have. Okay. I was gonna do that right now. You said six hundred thousand pesos. Mm-hmm. pesos. That's. Oh, hold on. Wait, you said this is in Colombia, right? Yeah. Wow. Why does it come out to like $6,000? <laughs> How much well, is it? Unless Google is wrong. Google is telling me that 600,000 Colombian pesos equals to $170. Nah, <laughs> look it up right now, cause for a second I just did what? it. I, for a second, I put Mexican peso, but then I'm like, wait, that might be different. So then I changed it to Colombian peso, and then it gave me this. No way. Now I know where to call when I need a hit. I'm just kidding. This boy was getting paid shit for murdering people. <laughs> well, it's- it might not have been shit over there. Well, that's true, but what? That's oh crazy. my god. We gotta go vacation in Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> so he ended up committing these two murders at one point when he hold on, how old was he? Why didn't I write this down? You wanna know what four million Colombian pesos equals to US dollars? <laughs> no. What is it? It's uh $1,135. I mean, that's a little better, but damn. Yeah. I wonder For what it to be it. like, like it sounds a lot more in Colum- Colombian pesos because you're saying $4 million, but then to hear it in U.S. dollars, you're just kind of like, oh. Not to say that that's not a lot, but you know, like, yeah, to kill someone, I don't know. It just sounds crazy. Yeah. That's true. So... I, that makes me wonder, though, how much are the hitmen in the U.S. getting paid or in <laughs> Europe getting paid? I would look it up, but I'm also afraid if someone's looking at my search history and they're like... They probably are. This person Googles serial killers all the time. I wonder why. They see my searches for serial killers and then they see my searches for hitmen. <laughs> I'm looking it up. It's really not that much. Not what I was expecting, you know? But I feel like it also probably depends on who you're asking. That's true. Like, I feel like if it's someone, like, very professional, it's probably going to be really fucking expensive. And that's what, like, I imagine. Yeah. But if it's someone that's maybe kind of like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, it says that, like, the average is probably, like, 15,000. Um, like varying like five grand mm-hmm. up to 30,000 and then an annual salary being up to 120,000. Oh, see? Anyway, back to the story <laughs> before we get like a random message that somebody's watching us. Um, okay, so at that time, once he started, you know, 
taking on these jobs. He committed two murders that got him arrested um, after an investigation by the police was made. He was caught along with other gang members, including Camillo, the one who had recruited him. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of his age and because he was so young, he was taken to a youth detention center and they were going to try to help him and give him additional options so that he could kind of come out of that life. Mm-hmm. But instead of taking it during a riot, he escaped from that detention center and went back to the same life. Damn. And without like his superior Camillo there, he kind of became like really well known and he was sought after by other gangs as well. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I think that's when he probably started making more of his money and he ended up continuing that life and killed up to 35 people he says he doesn't recall the exact number um, but it was up to that point initially when the cops had um, investigated him they were actually looking at him for 11 to 12 murders uh, but he confessed to 35 oh my gosh he did this after being arrested for reals this time for real <laughs> <laughs> on June 25th of 2013 June 25th yeah that's two days after my birthday yeah <laughs> sorry so, <laughs> I going. feel like he has I don't know his dates just keep falling on nearby like our birthdays um but he was what 18 at that time I didn't write it down Damn. but he was caught and he just admitted to it. He was like, yeah, I killed 35 people. And See, I really am not reaching my potential. Yeah, Shannon, what are we doing <laughs> wrong? <laughs> we could be making up to 400, 4 million pesos. <laughs> I think it's just funny because of how shocked we were at how little it really is. Yeah. I mean. You Me trying to justify it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. You're right, you're right. But, yeah, so he is currently still kind of in trial. They haven't... Uh, currently now? Yeah. I mean, oh, shit. He's our age, and he was arrested when he was 18. But I think... I don't know what's going on with his specific trial that they haven't issued an actual sentence. Maybe it's because he's so young. Um, Maybe. Or but, maybe he has um, connections. Maybe. Maybe he's trying to get out. I mean, if I'm saying, like, if he's murdered or killed other people, you never know. Maybe one of the one of his employers was somebody high-ranking. Exactly. So. True. I didn't even think about that. But he's looking at 30 years or more in prison. And I think he's not getting life or anything, you know, higher for sure because of his age. Uh, um, I, I guess, but I, I mean, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand like, or be understanding of his circumstances because obviously, you know, it's like, I feel like you see a lot of things like, or you read a lot of things like that where people turn to that type of life because, you know, they live in poverty or they really need the help stuff like that but yeah 
I don't know. At the same well, time, to me, it's just kind of crazy because it's like 35 people. Yeah. And you're not getting life. But at the same time, maybe some of those people were also bad. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a person's a person. It just, yeah. Uh, I guess to help you, this next part of this next part of my story kind of goes over that. Mm-hmm. So it's not to sympathize with him, but this is just me seeing the research that I did and what he's actually said. Yeah. So what makes it interesting to me is that because it's so recent, maybe, or because he's so young, he's done some interviews that have actually gone public on like actual television and he's really calm and he just kind of answers his questions. So I'm kind of associating that with his age and the time period that we're in. Yeah. Um, but in one of the interviews, he stated that he thinks that he developed anger mm-hmm. due to the continued life and trauma from his youth caused by his father. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. And in interviews, he said that his dad would just hit him. Like, he wouldn't just hit him with a belt, you know, to discipline him. He yeah. said that he would get beatings, constant beatings. Um, another thing he said is that the mental abuse and verbal attacks from his father, he believes, caused him actual damage to his mind and how he felt. And mm-hmm. that's what really caused an anger to be built up inside him constantly. Um, and then he kind of went into talking about his first murder, which happened, he said, around the age of 11. Damn. That's that's insane. That's... I can't wrap my mind around it. <laughs> I can't either because, I mean, I'm thinking... I'm trying to think back on when I was 11 and I, I know I was, I was stupid, like... <laughs> I know I, I was could tiny and yeah I could not you know, fathom taking the life of a person like it's just some little mocoso like what is he gonna That's do crazy <laughs> first of all like even picturing seeing a little 11 year old killing a person like that's yeah. insane because now I'm wondering what did he use like what yeah. weapon well, or how he did say kind of what it was so um, he said, quote, I went out to do an errand one morning and this person took my phone. That person took out a knife and told me no, that he wasn't going to return it. And so what? So, end quote. Um, and he then went on to say that that's when the rabia. So in Spanish, rabia is like rage uh specifically more like a rabid rage yeah um it started up in him and he couldn't control it and he ended up killing the man that took his phone okay but technically that man held a knife to him so that's (laughs) self-defense in my eyes (laughs) i okay shannon i see you Yeah, so most of his killings were done with either a knife or a sharp object or a gun. What? For some reason, a knife was the first weapon that came to mind as soon as you said that his first kill was at 11 years old. Why? I don't know. I think because 
a knife might be easier to conceal when you're a child. And I also feel like a child, it might be harder for them to know how to handle a gun. I mean, this is just me. Obviously, I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. I feel like a knife just would just be quick and easy. You know what? (laughs) I might also be thinking of a child with a knife. What? I I just realized that my mind was actually making a movie reference. (laughs) Which one? (laughs) I I was thinking of the movie Chucky. When I'm thinking of an eleven year old holding a knife. <laughs> I think that's why it makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean that's true. <laughs> and I haven't watched that movie in forever. Um, but yes, yeah, so he confessed to that and I just find it so interesting that he he's so in that interview that I watched, um, he's really just so open about it. And he almost looks like he understands that due to the abuse that was caused to him, it caused him to, you know, make bad choices and um, eventually end up in a life that he couldn't control his emotions enough and kill yeah. people with, well, you know. Like- he just reached that point of acceptance where he's, you know, yeah, he's like, exactly. this, this is just how it is. Like, like he's reached that point where he's like, everything I've done, like, I can't change. It happened by yeah. my hand. So, yeah, why bother true. denying it? Yeah. Um, the police and, like, investigators, they've said that he has no guilt. He doesn't seem like he has guilt. However... In his interviews, he has expressed the fact that he finds comfort in saying that he's sorry to the families because at least he can say that. Um, He said that he can't change the past, but at least saying sorry kind of brings him some comfort, which I feel like he was trying to say in a good way. But I also feel like because he added the fact that he it brings comfort to him, I feel like it's a little selfish almost because it's making him feel better you know yeah yeah that's true because I mean if you just said that he doesn't really feel guilty about the people he's killed but as long as he can say sorry yeah it it seems selfish yeah well maybe that's also another part that was added on to his um examination or like when they reviewed his mental state uh it ended up or the reports ended up saying that he was diagnosed with a psychopathic, uh, psychopathic, psychopathic, yeah, personality disorder. <laughs> <sighs> why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I wrote it like that. I don't have an H anywhere in there. <laughs> but That's he was funny. diagnosed with a psychopathic um, personality disorder. And they tried because the last point that I have is that they tried to look for a way um, to really counsel him or give him treatments, 
But one of the doctors who examined him said that no medical or psychological treatments would be sufficient for him in his future to actually make a change. That's crazy. Wait, so then why would they only be giving him like possibly up to 30 years? What about when he gets out? I don't know. Because he'd be like 56 or 7. I guess they're hoping he's too old. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like know. there's been a lot of history where, yeah, or not history, but you know, like they'll sometimes they'll become repeat offenders. But okay, I guess yeah. we'll see what happens. I don't know. Maybe that maybe they're running into the fact that because of his age, they can't give him too much time. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Those, those like little things kind of annoy me sometimes, specifically when. They're murders that are very intense and very gruesome towards families that didn't deserve it. Yeah. Because then these families have, what, 50 years, 30 or 30 years to live a peaceful, somewhat peaceful life. Yeah. And then later what? But yeah. So that's the story of Andres uh, Achipis. I just, you know, I thought it was really interesting how he's kind of gone about things and that it's so new and close to our age. Um, But I do have one tiny little blood fact with it. It's nothing crazy. I just. So um, it's a tiny drop of blood fact? It is. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Um, (laughs) He became known as Pescadito. That was his code name. Or (laughs) Fish. Because I feel the- like it sounds it sounds less cool in English for some reason. The fish. The fish. <laughs> yeah. We'll go with pescadito. Um, but basically because he used to sell fish with his dad. He was Oh. Wasn't yeah. he also selling fruit? Yeah. So they could have also called him fruta. Yeah, but I guess that sounds a little too like fruity. Feminine. Yeah. <laughs> fruit. Got it. Yeah. So that is the story. That's interesting. That's very crazy. Well, I guess it's just crazy to think like um the things that can happen in people's lives, the how they can just kind of get pushed into a situation. Yeah. How they could just snap. Yeah, or build so much face. resentment that yeah. you know causes you to do things. Um, another thing I took away from it is that it's also a reminder that, like, there's people living lives with that involve hitmen and, you know, situations that are really dangerous on a daily, like in countries such as Colombia and yeah. Mexico even. So, I don't know. It just reminds me to be very grateful for where I am. That's true. Be grateful for the opportunities that we've been able to have. Yeah. <gasps> Which reminds me. I guess God, I, had, what? I, hadn't mentioned, <laughs> I hadn't mentioned it, but um, I did want to say that recently I became a U.S. citizen. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Buddy. Yay. <laughs> How does it feel? Do you feel any different? Uh no, I'm. Still- <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm just Americany. <laughs> Americany. Yeah. Uh, but it feels good. It's uh, you know, it's been a goal 
you know, had to update, upgrade my residency. And I just wanted to, mostly I just wanted to have a U.S. passport, you know, and have the privilege to be part of this country, which I really enjoy being part of. Even though sometimes it can be super frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but, all how yeah. it works here. Yeah, we won't go into all that. We all know what's going on. You know, it's always been a love-hate relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, we're helping Shannon move. And thank you guys for listening. Yes, uh, thank you so much. I'm back in two semanas, two weeks. <laughs> oh, I'll, I just realized, too, that this is going to be posted the Friday before uh, Valentine's oh. weekend. Oh. Are you doing anything? (laughs) Hell no. (laughs) No. We don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Oh, really? I don't celebrate it either. It's it's my choice. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, as of now, I don't have any plans. I doubt that's going to change in the future, but yeah. Yeah, If you guys have plans, I hope that they're really they're really great and that you guys enjoy yourselves. And if you don't have plans, do some self care and love. Exactly. Because, because you, you don't deserve. need another person in your life to validate you. You validate yourself. Exactly. So you know, do some self care. Pour some love on yourself and Give yourself a Valentine's Day card. Why not? Or some flowers. Exactly. You deserve it. <laughs> but anyway, thanks and for And a whole this. box of chocolates. Uh, or right, candy if you don't like chocolates. Just candy. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. You don't like chocolate. You know. Well, I love chocolate, but. <laughs> I'm just saying if anybody else doesn't. Then buy yourself some roses. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but anyway thank you guys for listening you could always find us on soundcloud on itunes podcast on spotify and on Castbox. don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get notifications on when new episodes get posted also if you guys have any stories or suggestions or you anything you, us. you can email us at are we next podcast at gmail.com Stop doing that. (laughs) And good night, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.